This is a podcast where you don't have to be perfect. You can be happy. Make your day count. Encouraging, uplifting, full of joy. You're worth more than you think. This is Entirely Unconventional, and I'm Lindsay Roberts. I pray for something miraculous to happen to you today. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Entirely Unconventional. I'm Lindsay Roberts. Today, I am joined with my good friend, Melissa Lee, and we were going to talk about unconventional things that have to do with the Word of God. So I'm so grateful that you joined me today. Today, we are going to take a chapter that is from my newest book, Discover Your True Worth. If you don't have Discover Your True Worth, you can go to richardroberts.org, or if it's easier, go to Amazon. And if you have your book, Discover Your True Worth, what I'd like you to do is go to the very last chapter. It's chapter 14. And when you get into Destined to Victory, flip over to the part that says the weapon of the word. Now, when you talk about a weapon, I'm not talking about... Uh, uh, you know, knives and guns or fists and slapping people around. I am talking about the spiritual weapon of the word of God. And mm-hmm. does the Bible tell us that that is a weapon? Is there weapons in the Bible? And what are we supposed to do with it? Well, today, Melissa and I got in this giant discussion <laughs> based on yesterday's giant discussion. <laughs> and she has had some revelation that I really want you to hear. So Melissa Lee, my dear friend, I'm going to just kind of pass it over to you. Okay. Is the weapon word in the Bible? And if it is, what's it for? Well, here we go. Here we go. So, actually, I'm going to, we discussed this. I'm actually, the deep revelation is on page 168 of <laughs> Lindsay's book. <laughs> But yes, one of the most powerful spiritual weapons at our disposals as children of God is the word of God. So I, you have in here that the just shall live by faith. And because of Jesus's sacrifice on the cross, the just is me, you, whoever yes. has confessed him as Lord and as Savior, Lord. believed in their heart. One of the things I want to say on in the back of this book, it said you wrote, you are a treasure. And it says, discover your true worth is for any woman who has ever feared, fallen, failed, prayed, hoped, loved, lost, been discouraged, risked a dream, or wondered if she even mattered. Yeah. So I'm here to tell you that the crux of discovering our true worth is going to be found in our identity in Christ, Yes. which is going to be found in the word of God. So, and as we say, our most powerful weapon is the word of God. We've talked about the armor and this is the, the words that you speak, the words that we speak that are written in the book. Lindsay's been saying uh, a lot lately, we can think out of the box because she's a creative, Yeah, but we really need am. to stay out in the, the book. Box. We have to be so careful in this day and age, Lindsay, that to not to try to become so culturally relevant that we are out of the book which is the word of God. We can be culturally aware Mm -hmm. and I don't want to be culturally offensive Mm -hmm. and, and do things that are intentional to harm another human soul. However, my authority Mm -hmm. as a Christian, Mm -hmm. I have to read the word of God and make a conscious decision. Do I believe the word of God? Mm -hmm. Is Jesus Christ my, um, my relevant authority figure for my Christian life. Mm -hmm. And in this day and age, how do you balance that 
with what we've seen, I'm going to say within the last three years. Mm. Maybe it's longer than that. Maybe it's been brewing longer than that. But I've seen a shift in the last three years that has challenged my Christian um, wording, Mm -hmm. my Christian verbiage. Mm -hmm. There are words in the Bible that have been challenged. There are words in my life that have been challenged. And rather than going the way of the world, who holds me accountable? I don't want to break laws. I don't want to destroy people. But is there a point that as a Christian, my weapon of choice, Uh so to speak, to make my life successful is the word of God. That's right. Now, one of the things, and I have said this to my kids forever because I've seen, uh, as parents, I've seen this. The word of God is a two-edged sword, right? Mm -hmm. It divides between bone and marrow, right? Okay, but we don't use the word of God like an ice pick. We're not picking and chipping at people, poking and oh, piercing them. Oh, wow, what a them. good word. We don't use it like a weapon. It's the goodness of God that draws men into repentance. Now, I'm going to take one breath and say, but we do not veer from what the Word of God says to make you feel good about your sin. Yeah. We don't. And right now, we are living in a culture that if we, when we speak the truth of God that is offensive to what culture And the agenda of the day of 2023 is trying to put on our children, trying to put on us as adults, trying to tell me you are a hater. And I'm like, no, I'm speaking the truth because what what is uh, Lisa Bevere says this. She says the truth without love is a lie. And when we're, uh, how did, no, what does she say? The truth without love is hate, but Oh, I need my Jillian Lee right now with this quote. We're going to text Jillian. Elizabeth, <laughs> text Jillian. See if we can get the quote. But but nonetheless, she it when we just say what people want to hear, that's hate. That's hate. It's the truth. Here's the thing. Look at it this way. I always I always look at it. Now I'm I'm not this gambling person. I don't go down two horse what? races and make a bet. <laughs> no. Nah. I take risks for the kingdom. But um but I don't take risks for some bizarre um satisfying people pleaser. That's mm-hmm. just not me. Mm-hmm. But you t- but but think about this. Think about if you went to a a horse race. Mm-hmm. And and I see so much in horse races. It's like, I don't think I could ever watch one. I couldn't go there and see that. Oh, I was watching the queen watch a race. And I was like, oh, that's like intense. And that fun. is in- too, fun it's to too intense her. for me. Yeah. But when you think about it, the people who, who go there to place a bet mm-hmm. don't go there to say, how much can I take a risk and lose? <laughs> no. But if I were to... I'm just using an example. Okay. Hedge a bet uh-huh. on Christianity. The, the, the worst that could happen to me is, hey, there was no heaven. There was no hell. We're all just la-la land and tiptoeing through the tulips. Uh-huh. But what if I'm right? My job is to get people in to the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. If I'm... If it is correct and the Bible is right, right, what is the cost of not listening to the Bible? Well, Melissa, if it is correct, 
Eternal it's hell. Damnation. It's eternal damnation. That's what we have to start thinking. I can't of, take that risk. About not just making people feel good right now. Yeah. Like if somebody was sitting on a cozy chair and we saw them in a burning building, we'd go like, I don't want to disrupt them. They're reading a book. And it's like, no, you'd say fire and help you know? them. You'd get help them. Come on, let's get out. And you would help them. So I got that quote because my daughter, all the way from Florida, is so precious. <laughs> and my, you, my Tulsa daughter, yes. Thank you, Elizabeth. So it says, the truth without love is hate, but love without truth is a lie. So let's not go around dumbing down the word of God to where we become, we lie to make somebody feel good in the temporary spot that we live in. And I... I don't want to criticize anybody, mm-hmm. but I don't believe we should use the weapon of the word of God to tear another soul no, down and no. to bash it over their heads. No. Bible says they'll know we're Christians by our love walk. Mm-hmm. And beloved, let us love one another. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to love you enough to at least present the truth of the word to you. And then, and it's your choice, take it or leave it. It's your right. choice, do right. or don't. And, and listen, I pray you get to heaven. Right. And I've shared the gospel with people who are like, yeah, I, you know what? I really like you. I'm just not into that. That did I didn't end our relationship. No. I'm like, you know what? We're going to continuously walk out kindness and love and the fruits of the spirit. And guess what? If somebody who has like, I don't really believe like that. Guess when somebody is sick, who they call. Yeah. I know you really pray, you know, (laughs) it's like, I would love to pray for you. I have, I have a friend who, um, I've known since first grade. And so that shows you that's like 312 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. And she, 20 years. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that was really bad. (laughs) But she um, had been my dearest friend. And then I married into um, Oral Roberts family. family. This very charismatic family. family. Listen, I love that because Oral said, expect something good. Something good is going to happen happen to you. you. I remember hearing that as a little girl and only only heard dreary, (gasps) awful things. And so when I heard that, I was like, Yes, something good's gonna happen. The exact same but thing happened to me. He got in trouble. He got in horrible trouble because how dare him use say the something pulpit good to say a positive thing? Because yeah. God, we want to use God like He's hammering a us weapon. over the head and the ice pick of the word. It and I says, totally interrupted you. Well, no, no, no. It got when he starts saying God is a good God and expect a miracle. They called him a heretic. Mm-hmm. And yet, when I was twelve years old and my father died. I was so devastated. I was so broken. Mm -hmm. And when all of the sudden someone looked in the camera at me, at at me. Yes. And said something good is going to happen to me. I had hope. Yes. That man spewed Mm -hmm. hope. Yes. The same way people spew obscenities, that Mm -hmm. man spewed hope. And I look at this. I, I have known him since I was 20. I mean, well, that was when I was 12, but I actually met him when I was 23, married into the family when I was 24. And like I said, it's probably hundreds of years ago. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is I never, in my experience now, maybe something else happened I missed, but in my experience, I never, ever saw him attack a person that didn't believe what he believed. No. He presented the gospel. Mm-hmm. He was the most forgiving. Mm-hmm. He was the most loving. He was the most gracious. He had a gentleman that I would say was abusive mm-hmm. 
to him verbally. Mm -hmm. And when this gentleman got sick, he called Oral. And you, when Oral prayed for him, you would have thought he was praying for his best friend Mm -hmm. in the world. Mm -hmm. When I asked him about it, he said, I will not ever hold that against his account. My job is to pray. Right. I learned the lesson of a lifetime. Mm -hmm. If you agree with me or disagree with me, I want to pray for you. If I, if I rail you out and use my Christianity and my word as a weapon, not against the devil, but against a person, how will I ever have a voice to that person? I think we are so known for what we do don't stand for what we don't. It's like, how about we start living out loud what we stand for? The love of God. Yes. It's the goodness of God. I'll say it till the day I die. Yeah. It's the goodness of God that draws men into repentance. And Oral's examples to me, like I said, I, I watched him have a conversation with a man that called him a name that I I didn't have to go look it up, but I really kind of did to clarify. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that as bad as I think it is? Let me go get Let me Google that because if it's what I think it is, that's really bad. And it was. Yeah. And yet years later down the road, I watched him love that person, be kind mm-hmm. to that person, mm-hmm. honor that person. He didn't agree with him. Right. Um, he he but played. it didn't disqualify him. No. His actions didn't disqualify him. We, that's how we need to live. We're all human. Yes. And as God walks in mercy with us, and our, we, walk up, we wake up every single day, and I'm sure there's things that we do that aren't great. Yeah. You know? But it doesn't disqualify us. No. So who do we think we are to but disqualify people? We love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Mm-hmm. Have you ever met my neighbors? <laughs> I mean, some of my neighbors are phenomenal. Some of my neighbors I've never met. But if I'm to love my neighbor as I love myself, yeah. God didn't say live in a neighborhood with perfect neighbors so that mm-hmm. you can love your neighbor as mm-hmm. you love yourself. Yeah. He'd never qualified that. Right. Beloved, let us love one another only if they're Christians and only if they agree with every part of theology, whether you pray in tongues or you don't, or whether you prosper or you don't. Yeah. He didn't say that. I don't get the privilege of rewriting the Bible to fit my current situation. Right. I right. have to be loved let, and they'll know our Christianity by our love walk. Right. Right. It doesn't mean our agreement. Right. And just because I agree with you doesn't mean I love you. And just because I disagree <laughs> with you doesn't mean I hate you. Listen, we've lived in our house like 29 years. And our, our neighbor, who is, we adore her, um, she's also the president of the association. When we were redoing our fence, we wanted to put a gate somewhere. And she said, you can't do that. And I was like, oh. But we're friends. But you know what? It doesn't change. Change the rules. I told her the other day, when we're gone, I feel like there's such, like, we have great neighbors on both sides. I feel surrounded by her prayers and my neighbor's prayers. You know, that didn't change just because they didn't do something we didn't want to do. We have to grow past trying to get our own way with people, even if it's to lead them to the Lord. I have a terrible story. And you knew my Coco, my little Chihuahua. My my Coco lives 16 years and I carted that (laughs) five pound dog everywhere I went. Everyone in this room that we're taping now. She would have eaten my my... face if I tried to get close to her. (laughs) She was my Chihuahua. (laughs) She only loved Lindsay. And and let everyone know Lindsay's my mom. Well, Coco also knew that I had a hard time um, punishing her for... Can I just say it? Yeah. 
pooping on the floor. <laughs> and, and Richard's behind me. Um, oh, yeah. Because guess what? who cleaned it up? Richard. So bless his precious dear heart. Cocoa um, pellets is what we call them. And she's so little. They Tiny. were cocoa pellets. They yeah, really sorry. were. Everybody's grossing out here. Every, well, but the truth is I loved her even though I disagreed with her. <laughs> I didn't like her behavior. I didn't like her doing that to my floor. And she was so loyal to you. She and was you, so loyal and so precious. And but she so wasn't old. Perfect. How long did you have her? Did 16 you years. Oh, my God. She was, she was an, she, in people <laughs> years, what's that, like 175 was, yeah. or something? An Octagarian for sure. <laughs> she was. But truth be told, we had a very wonderful relationship, even though we disagreed on certain yes. things. I can disagree <laughs> with her. She definitely won. She won the bet. <laughs> oh, that that five but pound chihuahua But you still chihuahua nurtured won. her and took care of her yes. and loved her. And you kind of came to the conclusion... You're not going to change. You're not going to change. I'm not going to win this one. So let's just, beloved, let us love one another. Mm -hmm. And and my precious little Chihuahua went to heaven doing what she chose to do. And I I, I released her into heaven crying my guts out. Um, (laughs) Our pets are so special. She was so precious. But did I ever agree with her on 100%? No. Did she agree with me on 100%? No. Mm-hmm. She had a mind of her own and a will of her own, and she did not agree with my rules, and I did not agree with her <laughs> habits. But I adored that dog, and every time she did her potty uh, in my floor, did I hate her? I was not a hater, right? Because I disagreed doesn't mean I hated her, right? Right. I might disagree on on pre-tribulation, post-tribulation, right? But it doesn't mean I have the privilege of being a hater, right? And it doesn't mean I want to be accused of being one. Right. Right. Beloved, let us love one another. The Bible is to be a weapon to be used against the tricks and strategies of the devil That's and not right. another human. Right, because we don't fight flesh and blood. It's no. principalities and powers of darkness. And when the enemy can get us, the body of Christ, or even a believer and a non-believer in an argument, nobody yes. wins. Nobody wins. Even Certainly God like, doesn't. Yes, nobody wins. So um, so the word of God becomes a mighty spiritual weapon as we hide it in our heart. That's one of the things yes. that I love is Psalm 119.11, yep. that we hide it in our heart. So I would love to read. There's a prayer that you wrote, and, and here again, we're at the end of chapter 14, and um, it is kind of a long prayer, so I'm going to sound a little wordy, but it's powerful. Lindsay wrote this. She wrote, another powerful spiritual weapon is prayer. And now that you've reached the end of this book, I'd like to pray for you. And um, it says, I pray every provision of the word of God over your life. And listen, when you dig into the word of God, when you think of Every provision, provision. nothing missing, nothing broken, wholeness, mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, relationship, everything, relationally, every provision that God can make you whole in every aspect of your life. So that was a Melissa sidetrack. So here (laughs) we go. So I pray, um, I pray you see that many so-called unconventional things about you are actually gifts from God. Gifts that help you make a unique and special woman of worth. I pray for God to reveal himself to you in such a way that you know exactly who he is and who you are in him. Lindsay, this is long, so you feel free to jump in if you want to land on anything. You know, I receive even the words that God inspired me to write. It's so beautiful. That prayer's for me too. And I want you all, as she's reading this, receive this for you. Yes, yes. 
says, I pray for you to experience the great love and devotion for Jesus that Mary Magdalene, Joanna, and Susanna displayed. I pray, and those are covered in the chapters in this book. I really encourage you to get this book. I pray you have the courage of Esther, the wisdom of Deborah, and the great influence of Bathsheba. I pray you have the ability to be faithful to the task at hand, like Florence Chadwick. She's the wonderful woman who uh, swam the English Channel. That's right. And the story there is just magnificent. I watched it as a little girl. Um, it played out on TV. I pray you develop the gracious spirit of Evelyn Roberts, who we all love and adore. And that Such like Evelyn, yes, you will be remembered for your grace and kindness even after your earthly life has ended. I pray for you to know Jesus as your Savior, healer, provider, waymaker, deliverer, King of kings, Lord of lords, and most of all, your friend. Yes. I pray that you experience and enjoy every day as a gift from God, knowing who you are and keenly aware that you can do all things through him who gives you strength. I pray you'll grow to expect to uh, do exceedingly, abundantly, far above anything you could ever ask or imagine. And I pray you honestly, genuinely see yourself as God's daughter, a woman of priceless worth and exceptional value. In Jesus' name we pray. Lindsay, that's so powerful. You know, I say amen to that for me, for mm -hmm. you, for mm -hmm. our family yeah. members, for oh, our friends. <laughs> and you know what, Melissa, this may sound strange. I pray that for my enemies. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. for those, those, the Bible says pray for those who despitefully mm -hmm. use you and speak all manner of evil against you. I once said I could write a book about this, and you know what? I couldn't write a book. <laughs> I got enough to <laughs> fill chapters. But why? Why would I want to bring someone else's fault? out to the open? Why would I want to bless them with six more ducks and four more, um, I don't know, four more elephants mm -hmm. when I could bless them with the word of God, which is all truth. Mm -hmm. And when that truth is revealed, it's all truth to me. When that truth is revealed to them, maybe the greatest gift I could ever give them and bless them is the knowledge of God so they end up in heaven. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's the greatest gift we have is sharing Christ. When we look at stars and, and I mean like people that they call stars and, and we start. I was going to, to the moon and the stars. That's oh, what, sorry. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> I was like, yes. or, yeah. Um, let's just say <laughs> television stars or something like that. Okay. We, we tend to kind of wish we had a this or want to compare. have a that. Maybe we compare. But, and compare. And the truth of the matter is, the greatest thing to hand over to somebody else, mm -hmm. in my opinion, is the knowledge of Jesus mm -hmm. that no matter what you're doing today, mm -hmm. it may not be there tomorrow, but heaven will be. Yes. Jesus will be. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. You might not like my hair. Listen, most of the time, I don't like my hair. <laughs> you might not like um, you might not like my shoes. Okay, I'm I'm from Florida. I was I, I was born she in Michigan, to be but barefoot. yeah, I was brought up in Florida. <laughs> I, I, God's gift to mankind is to be able to sand. for me walk on the <laughs> sand and not wear shoes. Um, if you look at my feet today, I do have slippers on, but they're on the floor, and my feet are dangling <laughs> off a stool that's way too tall for me. But but you know what? That's just me. Mm -hmm. We're all created so differently. We are. My goodness, your fingerprints on, what is it, mm -hmm. over 7 billion people mm -hmm. on the earth, mm -hmm. and they cannot find a duplicate mm -hmm. fingerprint. Wow. When your finger is only what, like 
an inch by yeah, this an tiny inch. Little, yeah. How is that even scientifically possible? Because we're fearfully and wonderfully mm-hmm. made. She created and, us so specifically. Yes. So that's even diving into the word is just seeking the Lord. What do you have for me? You know, Tim yeah. Keller passed away. I heard that. And, um, and it was so was, you know, it's refreshing that he got to go to heaven, uh, but he will be missed on earth. Man, what a mouthpiece. Talk about a mouthpiece of righteousness. Well, he had a church in New York, and um, I was reading an actor's tribute to him. And he had been a, a one-week run on, uh, his first one-week run on Broadway, and he was so depressed. And he was like, what? I've achieved my goal. I'm on Broadway. Yeah. But I'm so depressed. So he wandered in. He said, I, I know now it wasn't an accident. Yeah. I wandered into his church. And he said, he was the first man who said, if you're in the arts, give it to the Lord. God created you that way. Yeah. To be in the arts, to be to use that creative power. I invite the Lord into your craft. And he said it was like darkness was broken. Yeah. And then he could, he's grown in his faith and he continued going there and I don't know for how many years or whatever. But anyway, I just thought we have to encourage people. We're not all the same. No, we're not. If you're, whether you're a doctor, whether you're um, a singer, a dancer, a, a, a mom, a mom, a teacher. Yeah. Whatever you I are. I got saved when I was six years old in my church by a guy who brought in a puppet show. Oh, they never goodness. had one before, never had one again. <gasps> but I got saved watching a puppet. Yeah. I mean, I won't judge. Right. Good night, Nellie. Oh, Oral used to say, good night, Nellie. Uh, you know, I, I, why would I want to judge somebody else? Because, wow, can you imagine all right. the things they could say back about yeah. me? Well, and not judging each other, but not comparing ourselves. Yeah. You know, and seek the Lord. If there's something in your heart that's God didn't give us dreams and desires to frustrate us. So yeah. I love we go back. I think maybe between you and I, we quote Matthew 6, 33, about 128 times a yep. week. <laughs> seek <it's>, first. <laughs> yes. And all these things, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Yeah. And all these things will be added unto you. So that's my prayer is that as women of, of worth, discovering our true value and becoming, we're always growing in growing. the way. We're never arriving. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to be who we are when we get to be, uh, heaven and be with Jesus, right? That's yep. when we'll be complete. But until then, we're becoming and continue in the word and seeking the Lord and allowing him to add the things to our lives that he's destined for us. Yep. And when he does that, so I believe we can be blessed yes. for what? To be a blessing. Mm-hmm. So I want to encourage you, receive from the Lord today. Receive spiritually, physically, financially. Receive in every aspect of your life. And when you do, take that blessing and pass it on. And yeah. I pray today that you have a blessed, blessed, blessed day, a blessed week, a blessed life mm-hmm. in every aspect. Thank you so much for joining us here. If you do want to look for a copy of uh, Discover Your True Worth, go to Amazon, or you can go to our ministry website, oralroberts.com. You can go, uh, and there's also richardroberts.org. But I just want you to do this. I want you to take the words of the Bible Mm -hmm. and be blessed in every aspect of your life. Thank you for joining us on Entirely Unconventional. Thank you, Melissa, for being here. It's my pleasure. And I pray that you really get a revelation that you are worth more than you think. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. 
To connect with Lindsay on social media, follow her on Instagram at Lindsay Roberts Official. To get a copy of Lindsay's brand new book, Discover Your True Worth, simply search Discover Your True Worth on Amazon.com. We'll see you next week.